0: Welcome to The Wealthy Trucker. My name is Eric Neely, and joining me today is Jared Alexander from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Jared, or Jared, I should say, uh, works full-time as a flooring sales consultant. He's happily married with two amazing kids. Jared has found his passion for real estate and loves to listen to podcasts, just like The Wealthy Trucker, and passive investing, growth mindset, financial freedom. Um, together with his wife, they started their real estate journey by buying turnkey single-family homes and currently are limited partners in four apartment syndications in Phoenix. And uh, says he enjoys the simpler things in life, like spending time with family, listening to books, running, biking, gym, Spartan races, which you recently got your kid involved in that too. Huh? That sounds awesome. So. You and I have a lot in common there, man. I listen to a lot of books because I'm out here on the road and reading visually is kind of a challenge when you're trying to drive down the highway. So audio books and podcasts are definitely in my uh, realm of things that I do a lot. So, But uh, Jared, let's hear more about you. What What got you involved in, I don't know, why are you on the podcast? Let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. Um, and
1: thanks for having me uh, today. And yeah, I mean, you know, so, I mean, I guess I'd probably start off going a little bit into my background. I mean, well, you know, first question you asked, the reason I'm here is just to expand, you know, um, my real estate journey. You know, I'm just kind of getting started into, um, you know, as you mentioned, I'm passive right now. We bought a single family home and quickly transitioned Um or saw how many single family homes it would take to achieve my goals of the financial, you know, financial freedom and, and replacing my W-2 income and so transitioned into multifamily. Um, and, you know, kind of exploring some different options there. But um, you know, so well right now we're in four apartment, actually five apartment syndications now. And uh, all here in, in in the valley in Phoenix, Arizona and um yeah just um so I got into the passive side but now recently just trying to um actually not trying I am getting into the more of the active side and just expanding my knowledge just like you were talking about on the road you know we're on the road all day so for my work I drive all the time I'm always you know I'm I'm in town so probably not like you where you were driving long distance but you know I can drive 100 to 300 miles a day sometimes and You know, just listen to podcasts and just get a wealth of knowledge from them, you know, in each area. And um, so that's been really beneficial and really kickstarted my education um, as far as that that goes. But kind of jumping back to, you know, as you mentioned, I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, growing up, my my grandfather always, you know, he. I saw him retire at the age of 50 years old. So what he did is he moved out of Fayetteville, passed the business down to my mom and came out here to Arizona, which is eventually how I got out here. But l- later, what I learned is you know he had some commercial real estate. so he started a business, but then he, he um, acquired the property behind it and then built another property. So you know he ends up, you know, I think he's with 15, 20 tenants right now. Um, and that, you know, which he was able to, you know, being the main reason he was able to retire at the, um, you know, when he was, cause he's just yeah. living off the cash flow. Right. And what was the, I,
0: what was the business he started?
1: So a flooring business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So flooring, that's how I got into it. You know, I started, gotcha. um, you know, working, working in a warehouse and installing and then got into sales in that journey. And he ended up passing that down to my mom. And so, Yeah got definitely got that in our blood but you know he it's it's interesting because he didn't retire on the flooring business right he retired mm-hmm. on the real estate you know that supported the flooring business so you know and and it really didn't i didn't really catch on to that early on <clears throat> but after um you know i had the opportunity to come out here to arizona which through some life changing events just pretty much came out here started fresh and got into you know the flooring um, you know, some flooring um, businesses out here, but I got introduced to a buddy that read me that big, you know, purple book, right? Mm-hmm. Every that we always hear reference, yep. just totally changed my perspective. And, you know, my mindset about what I want to do, you know, because I kind of had the idea, I'm just gonna, you know, keep staying in the flooring world. And, you know, hopefully, you know, do good along the way and acquire some assets. But i mean just a totally different line of thinking where i could i don't have to retire at 65 you know there's other options and so yeah that was that was pretty cool that was a life-changing experience there um and and just yeah interrupt me if you have any questions along the way because uh um, sure
0: yeah. so fayetteville what was let's go back to there let's let's uh i don't know i want to capture your mindset of what you were like when you were younger so what where, where'd you go to school at
1: so yeah I went to school so I went to school in Fayetteville and um pretty you know Fayetteville's like a big small town so have you ever heard of Fort Bragg you know we get the mm-hmm. military base there and and um but you know I went to school middle school or elementary middle and high school within a three to five mile radius um you know so grew up with the same kids and you know I was involved in sports i um you know just kind of um, you know, I guess the ordinary kid, my mom you know grew up as um my mom raised me single as a single mother, never knew my father, and so and she did a great job. she did a great job, and you know, but you know in in the high school, I mean, to be honest, you know there was you know you do, doing what teenagers do, right, you know, and kind of you know um went down a little little path there but uh yeah. yeah I mean it's but for the most part yeah it was pretty normal childhood.
0: So. Gotcha so was there college in your life at all or did you jump straight into flooring or have you always worked for grandpa?
1: Yeah so it was interesting so um so at this time my mom had a, owned a business um when I was graduating high school and I, you know, being where we were in a Fort Rag military town, I almost joined the Marines. Like I was literally on the phone with the recruiter every day about to go down that road. And it's, it's interesting mm-hmm. looking back just to a, a series of left and right turns, right? You just, it's amazing where life can take you. And so I ended up, anyways, I ended up um, going straight into the flooring business and, you know, started on the installation route and then eventually got into sales. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it worked um, until I moved out here
0: so have you always enjoyed sales
1: i have you know i'm yeah good with people you know it's yeah and i do i do well i do well with it so
0: that's awesome i just, I, I enjoy sales to a certain extent and then uh i just more so enjoy getting my hands dirty and not dealing with people all the time so yeah. <laughs> there's, there's everybody has their everybody has their strengths that's for sure yeah so being on the road gives me the opportunity to avoid people if I if I want to. So, <laughs> but at the same time, I've been in sales and I loved it. So, you know, to each his own and having a sales background can certainly help within real estate because you're constantly selling yourself, essentially. I mean, you're if you're going to raise capital, you got to sell the sell the deal. You got to sell yourself. You got to. It's definitely part of the industry so what um well you said your grandpa started investing in in real estate and that's what kind of gave you the idea that maybe this is something you should do too um and now you're involved in four different syndications so how did you learn about syndication or did you, was that something your grandpa had already done or did you learn about that while you're driving down the road listening to the podcasts so pretty much
1: driving down the road. So I got a good buddy of mine. And I, you know, I actually looked to him as a mentor too in the real estate space. And he um, kind of got me, you know, he's the guy that I referred to rich dad, poor dad book, mm-hmm. and kind of got me into my mindset of okay, you know, let's I started down a single family path, like we were talking about before and ended up like, I'm gonna have to buy 60 plus houses, right, to replace my income. And I mean, just going through that process 60 times was a little eye-opening. And um, so then we, you know, looked at um, acquiring, you know, starting a syndication or doing a joint venture, uh, started going to local uh, multifamily meetups here in the Valley, and just just started expanding my knowledge there. I mean, I gotta mention Eric here, here, you know, so when I came out of Arizona, my, um, my wife you know I ended up meeting my wife and you know as you read we we have two you know amazing amazing kids but um you know she I I had to sell her on the idea of real estate Mm -hmm. like hey I got a good job we're doing good why change that right um and I think like a lot of us do kind of with that and even me came coming up with that poor dad mentality right you know and Get a job, retire at 65, put all your earnings in a 401k, and you know, live off what you have, right? And so it was, and so she finally got her on the idea of the single family. And then I come home one day from a, a you know, multi family meetup here in, in the valley, and she's uh, and then I'm like, honey, we can go and buy these 60 million dollar properties, raise the money, you know. And I mean, you know, I just try to sell her a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, you know, here we go. And so. Yeah anyways if we if we always joke it's like i'm the gas she's the brake she definitely evens me out here because <laughs> I, I get excited about stuff and start running with it but um
0: yeah yeah well i i can um, i can connect with you on that my wife is always been like that that's a dumb idea i don't think we should do that every time i have some crazy idea but uh you're right i i similarly to you i had to sell her on the multifamily real estate stuff and uh when when i was able to finally explain it to her in a way that made sense then i finally knew that i actually understand it and when she responded positively i was like hey i guess i finally figured something out (laughs)
1: exactly I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, and it's like, you got to develop that trust. Right. You know, and I think, um, you know, once we, once we got that and, and, and kind of, you know, going into um, the spirituality aspect of this, you know, me and my wife are, we're spiritual and, and, um, you know, this, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of thinking if I should share this or not, but I, I think, we're just going to kind of go down this, this shift gears, if you're okay with that, you know?
0: Sure. I mean, you know, a big, a big part of this podcast, you know, I've got the, the big, the foundations, the faith, family, fitness, and finance. And I put them in that order for a very specific reason. And because, you know, in my walk, I'm definitely a, a Christian. And so my faith in Jesus is number one to me. And I want that to be very obvious in everything I do, whether that is driving a truck, buying real estate, raising my kids, whatever it is I do. So that's why faith is number one. Then I've got family in there because without the support of my family, I'm just, man, I I would fall apart. So faith, family, fitness, you know, I'm a trucker. If I don't stay fit, I'm just going to join the group of giant fat truckers out here. And that doesn't do anything good for your mindset either. And so fitness for me is taking care of your body, taking care of your mind is a big part of that. And and then finally finances. I mean, honestly, they come last. Because uh, if I think if you don't have the other three in a good focus, the finances aren't, I don't even care if you're a millionaire. It, you don't have, you're not wealthy financially if you don't have control the rest of your life. So So that, that's, those are the four pillars of the wealthy trucker and, you know, how wealthy are you in those four different categories? And so, yeah, let's talk about faith. What, what, uh, what role has that played in your life?
1: So a huge role, like you, like you mentioned, I don't think we would be where I wouldn't be where I'm at today in my life without, without God and, and, and the faith I have, um, you know, and um so you know recently and so you know we my wife and i met a good had a good foundation good faith based and you know just tried to put god first in what we were doing and it's amazing how things just flow more when you do that right i mean it's it's kind of that old idea is this my will or god's will right and i've i've come to find out whenever it's my will i keep running into a bunch of roadblocks and, you know i'm trying to skirt around but whenever i'm aligned with god's will it, things just kind of flow and um and so anyways we were you know just starting this path to get our um path together and 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 going from there and, and ended up um you know one of the biggest miracles we we first had was our having our son right you know growing up i always wanted especially growing up without a dad i always wanted to be the dad i never had and so that was, that was real important to me. And so we ended up um, having our first son and, and I always had this idea. I want two kids, you know, like the dream, right. American dream, I Want the two kids, you know, beautiful wife, white house, a fence, right. All that, you know, good stuff. And, and these things are starting to come true. You know, I mean, here I am. I come from 25 years old, you know, starting in uh, Arizona, don't know nobody, you know, just really starting life over again. And so, anyways, we're, um, you know, we have our first son. And then about a year later, um, we ended up, she ended up getting pregnant again. And this was right in during COVID. And, um, and everything was, was going well. We were excited. And, and, you know, we about 17 weeks into that journey, she started having, we were up, up north here in Ari- northern Arizona and she started having some complications, right? Mm-hmm and you know and so we ended up coming back home going to the doctor and we thought we were having a miscarriage and and um so going through this process kind of getting behind the idea that this probably isn't going to work out well my wife's a warrior man and she ends up fighting and you know keeps the baby in and, you know, she, and again, this is middle of COVID. So she's in the hospital probably for a stint of two two months or so. I mean, well, I got limited oh, restrictions to go visit her and, and um, you know, we got our son at the house. So we have to figure out all that. And, and anyway, she ends up keeping his um, our baby, it was a boy, our baby boy and, um, you know, to about 24 weeks, which is the viable stage, right? And then we had him at 24 weeks, and then he went to the NICU uh, and spent about eight days in there. Eventually, they did what's called like a pick line, and he ended up getting an infection, and we we eventually had to just make that decision to pull support. Um oh. you know, without oxygen and and all that. And I and I share that, you know, because we. You know, my, my whole faith base got rattled. I mean, just to be a hundred percent honest yeah. with you, why, why God would you make, why would you, why would we have to go through all this? Right. You know, well, why didn't we just, you just take him at 17 weeks. Why'd we have to wait till this long and do this, you know, mm-hmm. right. And, and you it, it's, it's interesting, Eric, because you can really see, I really saw a fork in the road where I could go down in the dark, you know, you know, depressing, you know, blaming everybody road, right? Or I could take the, um, you know, the spiritual path. And thank God for the foundations that we had is I was I started, you know, I, I I ventured on that road a little bit, you know, on the dark side, but eventually was able to get over to the, you know, the spiritual path and was able to really look at all the blessings that really came out of this that this boy gave us being on this planet for eight days. You know, is It brought, for one, it brought me and my wife closer than ever together. Right? I mean, we have a new bond based around that. And then it brought, um, you know, my son and I together. I mean, it was just him and I, man, figuring figuring stuff out. And my mother in law was helping out, and we got a bond together. And and what it is, I never really had went through anything like that where you know I, I almost thought like you know, I've had people close to me pass away and stuff, but never to that extent, you know, and you almost feel invincible. Um, You know, if I had to put a word to it, you know, without having to go through that experience. And so what it made me realize is life's too short not to go after what you want, right? You just never know what life has in store for you. And and being able to have a faith around, you know, a belief in in God, that God's got this, we're going to be okay, you know, and he walked us through this, and we got introduced to this, you know, deeper connection, you know, was able to deepen our relationship with God, and got around some people that, you know, we were going to group, I mean, just, uh, you know, and so you just never know, where life takes you and how, and so that I think that plays a big role in our faith today is like, you know, man, you, you talk about my why, right? I mean, my my relationship with my kids is even more important. And so just to finish that, that story up real quick is we ended up getting pregnant again and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, ended up, um, having our uh you know having a girl and in the hospital they gave us this little note it says this is your rainbow baby you know and it said on this little piece of paper that says after every storm there is a rainbow
0: and i was like oh man
1: you know that 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 hit me um
0: that's awesome yeah well thank you for sharing that that's that made me think of you know a lot of things in the bible jesus very clearly tells us in this world you will have struggles and uh, it, it, it it never ever makes it. Um, it never says anywhere in there that, that life's going to be all peaches and cream if if you follow me. As a matter of fact, it says it's the exact opposite. And and then to go on further, talks about how you know you grow during these times of struggle. And yeah, your story there, you're you're telling you're you're preaching it (laughs) that's exactly what's going on with you i mean you're growing through those struggles one of my favorite quotes is a real simple three-word quote do hard things you know and not that you wanted to do that but because you did it you pulled through a better man a better father a better husband and and you and you grew in your faith with god so it's yeah powerful testimony there so yeah thank you for sharing that that's that's a tough thing to have gone through something like that and I'm sorry you had to but I'm glad you came out the other end better
1: yeah well thank you and and again just yeah like you said you got to walk through these difficult times you know but um but it it really made me appreciate life more you know it really made me appreciate what I have because you know it's it's easy to get kind of focused on the dream and you know the aspirations and kind of you know those those goals right and it made me just you know really forced me to take a step back but it, kind of going back to the real estate part I mean this is what I love about this is because through that I mean I you have them not only I mean most successful people in real estate like you were just talking about have the mindset you know around things so I joined a coaching program around mindset you know I um you know we talk about you know the different areas of life you're wealthy in you know so not just finances but like you know your podcast based on the family physical you know I I got a I got a um personal trainer right for a coach to you know so just to help me grow in all these different areas and keep me accountable um there's yep. this thing i'm looking into i haven't signed up yet i've been looking into it a little bit but it's called front row dads and it's the the idea behind it is that to help you be a better father it's you know family man with businesses not business men with families you know it's kind of the principle behind that right and yep. Um and so there's just all these other doors that have opened up based on you know just again listening to podcasts, talking to people. Just, you know, it's amazing what keeps coming up. So
0: absolutely. Yeah, if you just dig a hole and, and don't converse with anybody and never you you can learn all you want on the open road. That's what certainly something I've learned. I can I can listen to podcasts all day long, I can read audiobooks all day long and be the most educated non-investor in the world (laughs) you got to get out and do stuff you got to get out and do it you got to get out and talk to people i mean if you're if you're not implementing the knowledge you're learning then it's it's just entertainment at that point so yeah yeah. definitely take what you learn and 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 put it to work so so what 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 are you doing as far as that is concerned, you know how are you breaking into the world of syndications? Um, you know are, are you focused on, in particular markets like certain size properties? you know what 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 are you thinking? What are you looking towards?
1: Yeah, so what actually came out of this coaching program i I went in is um that. You know, I was I was having time like what what is my they call it the superpower right what 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 yep. can I bring to the table and um, you know because the idea is like I as much as I like the passive side I just I I love real estate and I I want to be active right so I was just trying to figure out is it joint venture is it you know getting involved in a syndication and and one of the things that came about was my background in sales right It's like why not be a capital raiser you know and I I found out I had some limited beliefs around that that they actually kind of helped me break through is you know I mean just it's something new I've been doing flooring my whole life right pretty much since I've been out of high school and you know how am I gonna you know transition into this what if I fail what if I do this and you know they just they they kind of walk you through that process and anyways and I'm kind of getting humble here because you know that's what you know But i think that just and it's amazing when you can hear things and so anyways to answer you know the question is yeah capital raising is is where i want to go and this just kind of came up about three weeks ago as far as like all right i'm going to do this and now like you were talking about you you know okay the idea is great but now let's take some action behind that so i'm gonna be starting a business you know um start putting myself out there on social media you know get some education platforms, build a website, you know, all the things that are necessary to to begin that journey. Maybe start a podcast like you, Eric, right? And <laughs> you know, just, just start taking the necessary steps, um, which is yeah, very exciting.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. There's there's a lot you can do, and so having a guy or a coach there is definitely a, a good idea. You you will you will um, shorten the time span. If you just listen to the coach and and do what they say, because uh, I did the same thing. I I was in a coaching program for a while and and it helped tremendously. Just being able to shorten the curve there. And yeah, that's why I started the podcast. That's why I do a meetup. That's it's all about networking. You got to People have to know what you're doing. If People don't know what you're doing, then you're doing nothing. Yeah. So and it's so the same with sales. You. Same with selling flooring. <laughs>
1: exactly right. You know, and and you're just And what I said, you know, you're just selling to people, right? You just put the fill in blank on the product or whatever it is. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just people at the end of the day, you're, you know, um, you know, you're selling, or I don't even like, you know, necessarily selling, adding value. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, mean, that's truly what it is. I mean, it's the same with flooring. If somebody wants flooring, you have the value there that you add to them by showing them their options and getting what they need. Syndications, no different. It's, it's an investment. If you are a passive investor that has your money being managed by Edwards Jones or whoever, and you have no idea what's going on with your money, why not take a little bit of control of it and start investing yourself? And syndications, I think is one of the easiest ways to do it. And it's one of the most secure ways to invest outside of the traditional stock market route because real estate, I don't I mean, it's, proven it's not going away it basically doesn't lose value so long as it's taken care of and heck even if it burns to the ground it's insured so you can't insure a stock i mean there's just there's so many pros to it and so hopping on these podcasts learning how to do it that's what got me excited about it as an as a passive investor i was like man this is Finally, a, a way that I can take control of my investments and, and start doing it purposefully instead of just closing my eyes to it, pretending like, oh, I don't even want to look at my 401k. I don't want to know. That, that's what my mindset used to be. So,
1: Well, and in addition to that is the taxes, right? I mean, the tax benefits. Oh, yeah. Know, yeah. I mean, it's just huge. It's, you know, so.
0: There's tremendous benefit. Tremendous yeah. benefit for many, many different reasons. And even if you don't want to be an active investor, because being active in this is is no simple thing. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it's it's a job all in itself. Yeah, and I'm sure you're finding it's it's probably more involved than your flooring.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> very, very. And trying to navigate working the flooring, you know, to W two, and then trying to do all this on the side has definitely been a an experience as well. But um, no doubt, but, you know, it's just like that book the one thing right you know prioritize exactly what's um you know what you need to do block your day off and yep. you know, i'm working on that right now but if you don't mind Eric, let me ask you when you started your meetup in your um podcast i mean did you have like a partner going into that or did you start your meetup with other people or you just
0: kind of did so that? the meetup started um first of all i was attending another meetup and in wichita it's Pretty small market, about half a million people, and so there was only really one uh, real estate meetup at the time. So I attended that for honestly a couple of years, got to know people, and and uh, and then there was another meetup that started up, and I started going to that one as well. And you know, the more, and that was when I was investing passively. I wasn't even really thinking about doing this actively. When I started getting the idea that hey I could do this, um, I thought you know if I'm gonna do this I need to I need to start speaking at these meetups and so I did that and and then one the, the second meetup that I'm talking about there it was the the guys that led it led it led it well I can't mm-hmm. even talk the guys that led it they uh had kind of hinted that they were gonna shut it down. And I kind of saw that as my opportunity as well, hey, you know, I don't I don't have to continue theirs necessarily, but I could start my own in the same time frame. And so basically when they shut theirs down, I started mine. And it's been going ever since we started that pre-COVID and made it through COVID with it. I mean, we we even went online when we couldn't meet in person and and then being out here on the road and listening to all these podcasts, it had been in my mind I ought to do this there's it's just not that hard there's just a little bit of learning that you need to do to figure out how to publish the stuff but it's not even that hard so and the cost is pretty minimal so and it gets your name out there a lot I mean and you record a podcast and it's out there forever so somebody might listen to the thing five years from now and, and get value out of it and you make a connection so it's it's one of those evergreen tools that I thought this would be an invaluable thing, and I'd, I'd be a fool not to do it. So, so yeah, th- those are some of the, you know, that's kind of how I did it. It's just necessity and and knowing that if I'm going to do this, I got to get my name out there. I, people are going to have to know that I'm doing it, and what better way than doing it in person? So, yeah, I don't know if that awesome. answers your question, but that that's that's how I got started.
1: No, that's so. awesome. Man. And yeah, and then, so looking really to go down the same journey, and and it's what's cool is kind of going back to that adding value and into, into other people's lives, right? Is like, you know, what I've learned is, I mean, you know, as um, that from being a capital raiser, I mean, you you can create life changing results for people, right? I mean, essentially doubling their money in two to five years, of course, depending on the deal. You know, those are life changing results, and then not only that, you know, as far as uh, the actual property itself. I mean, you're providing a place for for people to live. You know, you fix it up. You're, you know, I mean, adding little touches on the property. Like, I think it was actually you. I was listening to your podcast earlier, one of one of the ones, and talking about adding like a little dog park, or,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: just just the nice little touches there that just adds. I mean, adds a lot of value in people's lives. I mean, so you're you're doing it on on all ends of the spectrum, and it's amazing, man. That's we we're just having this conversation. Uh, I was just having it earlier with someone and is whenever I can really go in and just be of service and just try to help somebody else out, you know, then the results come back full-fold, right? It's just, you know, um, what is it? there's a quote, I, we we're probably gonna get into this. I got some others too, but power moves to those who serve, right? Yeah. And, you know, so just kind of going back to that idea is and that, and that's what's You're getting awesome. right back
0: into right back into the faith element I mean Jesus tells us to serve serve others yeah. that that is adding value if that's not the definition of adding value I don't know what is you have to serve others to add value to them so absolutely so yeah yeah we, we should start wrapping it up here so yeah one one of the questions I always ask everybody is what is a favorite quote of yours or a favorite bible verse
1: yeah so since I just used that one um so I heard this it was actually um my guy, Jake and Gino, but I said, mm-hmm. so he said education plus action equals results, right? Yeah. I, I want to put in front of that through this coaching program, alignment, then education plus action equals results because I got to be aligned with my goal, right? Um, you know, so there's been a lot of times where I, all right, I, I got to get the education and I get in front of my computer or something. And I just feel stuck, right? what I've kind of learned is this that whenever I'm aligned, you know, with, with the goal or the target, you know, in addition to these other things, you know, the action plus the action equals the results there. So.
0: Sure. Perfect. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I did, you know what, I did bring one more. I'm just going, I got it written All right. Down. Go for
0: it. Absolutely.
1: Uh, you know, if you do what everyone else does, you will have what everyone else has, you know? Well, and I was like, wow, that, yeah home there
0: so you know yep and <laughs> no doubt about that I, I that thought crossed my mind many times out here on the road i can just keep driving down the road and and just keep driving down the road <laughs> yeah. or i can do something different yeah. so absolutely yeah. well here the last question i ask everybody is is this jared so imagine this you are in a room full of teenagers and they're getting ready to head off on going into life starting their own thing and uh and the unthinkable happens you actually have their full attention what uh what wealthy piece of advice do you leave them with
1: you know is is follow your dreams right life's too short you know even if you you go for it and fail right you can always do something else right but you don't know unless you try and um and that's and so yeah just follow your dreams take that take the risk you know i mean it's smart educated risk right i mean don't go out and be stupid but i mean yeah (laughs) just follow your dreams and and that's kind of what i'm doing right now you know it took me till 30 33 years old to get there but you know i mean i could always if i fail i could always go back to flooring right i always got
0: absolutely but absolutely
1: how do i know if i don't try you know
0: that's right and failure is it's the best way to learn so if you're not failing you're not learning but that, that's kind of how i've certainly come to look at it these days well hey jared it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you i look forward to getting to know you further in the future and maybe we can work together as as capital raiser or something um how how can people learn more about you and get to uh get to in touch with you or get to know you better
1: yeah so as of right now you can i'm on instagram um at jared underscore alexander 2489 uh linkedin um and then or they can email me at jared alexander 24 at gmail.com and um yeah
0: i'll get all three of those in the uh in the show notes and uh perfect so hey man it's been a pleasure a lot of fun and uh have a wonderful day this is the this is the wealthy trucker signing off